Hey all welcome back to Data Driven Health Radio. I'm your host, Dave Korsunski. On this show, we want to teach you how to take a data-driven approach to your health. So we look at all of the latest technology, all of the researchers, speak to as many of the health experts as we can. First of all, to help you learn how to capture and quantify data on your health. Second, to learn how to interpret that data so you can use it for better health decision making. That's what we focus on on this show. That's also why we've created the Heads Up Health app, which will allow you to link up all of your health information into one place and use our tools to start to use that information for better health decision making. So if you haven't checked out our app yet, head over to headsuphealth.com. And now let's get into the next episode. Welcome to Data Driven Health Radio. Hey, all, welcome back to another episode of Data Driven Health Radio. Today, I am honored to have my good friend, Dr. Justin Marcajani. This is a guy who's had an influence on my own personal health and also on Heads Up Health in some different ways we can talk about. Just an incredibly knowledgeable functional medicine practitioner, total stud, and we're going to go into a bunch of different functional medicine tests, what they mean, and just help people understand what's available outside of just conventional blood testing when might you start ordering these tests, what to look for. So, Dr. Justin, welcome to the show. Give us a quick intro. Dave, I don't know, man. You, you kind of you built me up so high. I, I feel like there's, there's nowhere I can go but down, but I'm going to do my best to keep moving forward. I have so, full faith in you, Doc. <laughs> excellent. So, in general, um, we're trying to get to the root cause of why any health ailment's going on, right? Mm-hmm. So, we have some tests that we're going to go over today, and we're going to try to connect the dots. We always try to look at baseline symptoms, we connect them upstream to the underlying systems that are out of balance or, or moving out of balance. Conventional medicine just typically stays at the symptom level and just writes a drug or even naturopaths and functional medicine docs may just use a supplement to treat the symptom. Yep. Better, less side effects, right? A lot of medications, they kill over 100,000 people a year taken correctly, so it's still safer. But we want the mindset of going upstream. Yep the systems that may be out of balance and we even want one step deeper we look at the underlying stressors physical chemical and emotional that may have caused the issue to begin with so we have a holistic eye on what's going on a holistic eye on the underlying systems hormone gut detox immune and then we want to look at the underlying nutritional stress physical stress sleep all those things that may have predisposed the issue so today we're just trying to have a conversation looking in deeper and just really get people's perspective widened not just in the symptoms but looking symptoms systems and underlying stressors you know i gotta say doc that before i started working with you as a patient i had a conventional medicine doctor i had a naturopath he kind of discovered a few things that were missed by conventional but man you are like a laser beam. It's like once you get in there, it was immediate how fast you could just key in on the issues that had been completely overlooked in in other areas. It was amazing. Just a a quick little humorous anecdote. I met Justin back in 2012. I think it was the first ever Bulletproof conference. Dave, Dave Asprey had a conference at a tiny little hotel in the San Francisco Tenderloin. And you might remember, Justin, he had Jay Schroeder and 
Yeah. The guys from uh, Evo met yep. there, uh, uh, Charles, I think. And yep. after the conference was over, we were all having drinks socially. And I see this guy, he busts out his chiropractor table and he's doing adjustments. <laughs> I'm like, dude, this is a hustler. And so I, I got your, your contact info. You were, you were practicing in Cupertino at that time. Yes. I yes. was sitting in San Francisco working in Palo Alto and we started working together. Man, you immediately keyed in on some gut dysbiosis, specific infections. You actually got me hooked on this whole notion of like health quantification. You might remember I had this massive spreadsheet with all my labs. Yes. But we'd work on it. You'd give me a protocol. We'd run the tests. I'd put the numbers in the spreadsheet and then we'd see if it was working or not. I'm like, actually, this is pretty fun. And then I'm like, hey, doc, what do you think about building an app? And you're like, that's a great idea, Dave. You should do it. So you are partly responsible for Heads Up Health, my brother. Well, I appreciate that. I'm glad that you were motivated enough to, to get the ball rolling. That takes a lot of effort to make that happen. But I think it's a great tool. And I think it really helps people that are trying to utilize functional medicine and trying to utilize the ability to track their data to really quantify and to make it organized. I, I like it. I think it's great. I think with the new mobile app you have, it's going to make it even easier to, to yeah. interface for people to, to get their data plugged in. And I think you know, with the new integration you have with Keto Mojo is really cool because people are really on to assessing their ketones and kind of being in a fat burning state and assessing and quantifying that. So I think that's really awesome. I appreciate those compliments. And I've seen you speak on a wide range of topics uh, on various online summits. You've spoken of paleo effects. You've got a lot of domain expertise in the thyroid. I know that's mm -hmm. one of your disciplines. Yeah. Also in gut health and really kind of across the board on everything. So what I thought we could do today, Doc, I know you're pressed for time, so I want to be mindful of that. I think you got a patient consult coming up. I want to share my screen here. And if you're listening on the podcast, you can go to YouTube if you want and watch this. But we're going to just run through some common functional medicine tests. Beyond the basic blood work you'll get from your GP, what are some of the other tests that can be run that are just not part of conventional medicine? When might you order one of these tests? What would you look for? You've run them all on me, so I have them all loaded up here on the screen. I'm the guinea pig. So let me share my screen here. And again, this will be, this will be available to watch on YouTube if you want to actually see Justin and I go through these reports. Otherwise, we're just going to talk through it for the people who are listening. So this first one here, Doc, is a test from Doctor's Data, and it looks for toxic metals. And that can affect a lot of people, poor quality drinking water, exposure to environmental chemicals. So right. when, would you, when would you order this and, and when might people suspect that, hey, this might be a good piece of detective work I should do for myself? Great question. So this is a heavy metal test. This is going to be a challenge test. So we're using a, a compound called DMPS. It gives us more of a window into tissue burden of heavy metals. And so it gives us a nice window because it can pull some of the heavy metals out to the brain. It can go into the tissue and, and grab it. So we get a window into not just acute exposure, what's in the blood. Remember, if you get exposure to, let's just say, uh, mercury thermometer breaks, right? That may only be in your blood for a few days, and then it's going to get shunted off to the tissue. So when you're looking at blood heavy metals, you're more or less getting a, an acute kind of window, not necessarily a chronic tissue storage kind of window. Got it. So we're running we're using some DMPS. We're doing a urine challenge and getting a, a window into stored mercury. Now, I'll just kind of paint the picture, you know, with a sneak preview here. When we go to your, some of your blood labs, we saw some lower white blood cells and some lower platelets. 
Now, it's possible there could be some kind of underlying immune stress or stealthy viral issue. It's also possible that the mercury could be a, a slightly bit burdensome on your immune system as well. So there's two avenues that we're looking at. So I'm going to recommend that we do some kind of a detoxification support. Yep. We've already talked about utilizing some phase one supporting herbs like milk thistle. We talked yep. about using a little bit of phase two sulfur support with ALA. And then some sulfur amino like glutathione precursors and or glutathione itself. And then we talked about some binders such as clay or activated charcoal to help pick up and soak up like a sponge any of these things that are, are liberated. That's step one. We may move into a DMPS protocol, like a three-day on, 11-day off stick. It just depends. We're going to start with this more uh, conservative approach, retest, and then talk about uh, more – let's just say more stronger chelation protocols later. And I just want to highlight for listeners here that are seeing heavy metals and we're talking about it and we're applying yeah. some protocols. How do, you, how do you get exposed to these, Doc? How do people get these things oh. in their system? Great question. If we scroll down like one or two more pages and we go to the heavy metal section, um, Dr. Zeta does a great job listing all of the, um, the potential vectors. I know one is bomb making, so that I'm suspecting you of, of that being your major exposure. Yeah, that's very possible, Doc. I don't want to talk about that publicly, though. So um, <laughs> what else? So scroll down just a little lower. Scroll down a little lower. Keep going a little more for me. Go to the mercury where it says mercury heading. You'll see it right there. Yeah, right mercury there. high. Yeah. yeah, there you go. So, so for those who are looking, the only, the only one that was out of range for me was mercury. And, Doc, you said it wasn't, like, terrible. But no, obviously not some exposure at some point. Exactly. So look at this, right? So um, mercury is commonly used in dental amalgam fillings. So dental amalgam fillings are going to be the biggest ones, right? Explosive detonators, hence my, my bomb joke. Yep. Uh, thermometers, old-fashioned thermometers, barometers, laboratory equipment, batteries, electrodes, yep. some Ayurvedic herbs. We talked about this kind of pre-show that I've gotten batches of ashwagandha where we had to send it back because we independently tested it and it's very high in lead. So a lot of the cheaper herbs from China can be in your, in your supplements, if you're buying poor quality mm -hmm. supplements. You want independently tested, higher quality for sure. Yep. Uh, fluoride, pesticides, fungicides, pesticide, mercury residues, right? I mean, there's just so many things, especially pesticides could easily be, could be there as well. Some of it's going to concentrate from old coal burning methods in into the, some of the fish and you can get it especially from shark, swordfish, those kind of things for sure. So this kind of gives you a pretty good idea. Most people have a hard time assessing it or figuring it out. Yep. Mercury amalgams are a big one. Uh, the flu vaccine's a big one. That's higher in ethyl mercury or, or thimerosal is, is the trade name. So those are the big vectors. And I wanted to highlight, though, it's really important. I typically don't jump on the heavy metal detox train until we have healthy gut function because a significant portion of heavy metal detoxification happens hepatobiliary. So if we break that down, that means liver, gallbladder. And when it goes out the gallbladder, it goes into the intestines. So we want to make sure we have healthy intestines, healthy motility, healthy digestion, so yes. we don't reabsorb and have what's called an auto-intoxication effect where yep. we intoxicate ourselves via ourselves, if you will. Yep. I remember reading about that when I was starting to look into the um, protocol I'm using now from Quicksilver. They mentioned that that's possible if you're not properly soaking up the heavy metals that, that you're, you're trying to detoxify, they just get reabsorbed and it can actually backfire on you. Is that right? And that's why preventatively we like to throw in some kind of a binder to clean things up, just to kind of throw a straitjacket on it, make it a little bit easier to escort out of the body, if you will. So question, one more question on the heavy metals test. We, uh, we live in this world that is increasingly toxic. 
We hear about things on the news about poor, poor quality drinking water in different towns. We're relying on, on local and municipal governments to make sure that that doesn't happen to us. But would you recommend someone do this as a proactive measure? Or is yeah, I think, doing it, I think doing it once a year is great. I think once a year is great. I think number two, don't trust your government. <laughs> they gave us the full pyramid, which is uh, pretty bad. Also, I don't trust the water supply. I have two different types of water filtrations in my house. I have a whole house water filter that filters everything that comes into my house. And then I have an extra countertop reverse osmosis that also adds minerals post filtration. Mm-hmm. And then I have a, a special salt shaker full of real salt, Redmond's real salt, and I'll pinch a little bit in there to provide extra extra minerals on top of it. So clean water, the solution to pollution is dilution. Number two, good access to an infrared sauna can be helpful to penetrate the, some of the deeper metals yep. in the tissue. That can be great. And then number three, really good access and good digestion of sulfur amino acids, whether it's in animal proteins, um, is going to be the, the most richest source, whey protein if tolerated, and or obviously the, the healthy sulfur compounds in organic green vegetables. Those are going to be some of your best three ways. And then, of course, some of the deeper ways are don't expose yourself to organic or don't, use, don't expose yourself to conventional pesticides. So be more organic, um, heavy metal fillings. If you have that, we want to see a biologically trained dentist to get those removed appropriately. Yep. And then also avoiding you know, the ethyl mercury and the flu vaccine. Cool. So uh, we ran this test. I did it just for the nerd aspect. I wasn't having any symptoms, but I, I was curious. And so the only thing that showed up for me was mercury. I'm working on some detox stuff now. Dr. J here is going to get me on another protocol. We're going to retest how, how, maybe a month or two. And uh, maybe that's a good opportunity to do a follow-up. We can see how well the protocol worked to knock this number down. Exactly. Scroll down one more page for me. I wanted to highlight one thing for the listeners. I wanted to highlight one thing. So you see right here where it talks about, um, okay, right there. So if I go to the second sentence right above mercury, it says mercury exposure can depend on many factors. Uh, It also talks about the presence or disease of, it depletes, basically lower glutathione can make it harder to extract or to expel mercury. So if we have lower glutathione, that can make it harder for us to remove mercury. That's the- How do you know? Can you test for glutathione? Yeah. So you can do a red blood cell glutathione blood test. You can also run an organic acid test that looks at the sulfur intermediary compounds such as 4-aminoglutamate. Oh, sorry. uh, Pyroglutamate's the one for glutathione as well as sulfate and alpha-hydroxybutyrate. 4-aminoglutamate is a marker for folate, a little bit different. But then look there. Um, it also, depleted glutathione can also inactivate lymphoth- lymphocytes, and it's also immunosuppressant. So what did we talk about just a minute ago with your yeah. blood cells being a little bit lower, a little bit immunosuppressed? So it's possible those white blood cells could be from the slight elevation of mercury. That's where it all just comes down to becoming your own detective and working yeah. with someone like yourself who's trained yeah. in methods. Because no one else really is going to do this level of analysis. So a lot of the times you've got to be, one of the things I loved about working with you early on, and some people may or may not appreciate this, but with you, you were always turning over new stones. You're like, hey, Dave, let's run this test. Let's see what's behind this door. Hey, Dave, let's let's just test for Lyme. You just got back from a long vacation over there in Southeast Asia. Let's test that. So I I appreciated that because you were extremely proactive, always looking behind and around different corners to see 
if there was something there. Sometimes there wasn't, sometimes we'd get a clue. And that's all part of the detective process that I really respected. Well, I appreciate that you can see that and you notice it. That's great. And then I just wanted to highlight, you know, one other thing here was if we just focus on the mercury, but we don't look at the root cause, then we're still kind of in palliative mode, right? Mm -hmm. So for most people, you know, it may be in the teeth. Fine. We look at that. We assess that. For most people, there may not be an acute exposure. So the easiest thing is going to be organic food, sweat a little bit. Yep. The solution to pollution is, is dilution. Drink healthy water. With, it's filtered, right? Fluoride free. Lots of good minerals in it as well. Love my Topo Chico here. Give them a little plug. Love it. Sponsor. And those are going to be your, your best things off the bat. And then, I mean, and that'd be your best bet. I mean, you want to go a little deeper. We could go maybe some air filtration and such, but I think that's going to be your best bet. And then, you know, if you live in a house older than 1976 or 78, you could have lead paint. That's lead. So just, you know, those are the big vectors. And then your thimerosal flu-based vaccine as well. So you've obviously looked at a lot of these panels. So besides uh, slightly elevated mercury, what other kinds of things should people be on the lookout for in terms of these uh, heavy metals and um, what kind of things, I mean, if this is in your body for 5, 10, 15, 20 years undiagnosed, how, how might that manifest in, in lab work or uh, putting us at risk for other types of diseases? So what are the other implications of, of not being aware of your heavy metal toxin load and, and what, what are the downstream potential effects of that? I mean, it can be an increaser, an increased stimulator in autoimmune conditions, right? It can cause a whole host of neurological issues. I mean, if you just look on screen in the second paragraph below mercury, it says early signs could be touching issues, hearing, vision, taste, lack of physical endurance. Why? Because it's a mitochondrial mugger. It really mugs up and, and, and kind of congests the mitochondria. Um, you know, anorexia, numbness, paresthesia. So a lot of neurological issues. It's a big neurological stressor. Of course, if we're stressing out the nervous system, that means we'll be activating more of the, the fight or flight or the sympathetic nervous system, which means it's going to affect, it's going to affect more of the adrenals. Yep. The more the adrenals are affected, it can obviously make its way collaterally to the thyroid and to other hormone systems as well. So it does so much. Now, one thing to highlight though, there's what's called the, um, it's called the, the lethal dose. And basically, the lethal dose for, of one is that they'll have like 100 rats, and they'll just gently increase the amount of mercury till the first rat dies. That's called like the lethal dose, the number one lethal dose. Yep. And they'll do that for mercury. They'll also find the LD lethal dose of lead. 100 rats, increase the lead in the chow. First rat that dies, that's the lethal dose of one. So if we have the lethal dose of one for mercury, it kills one rat out of 100. We have the lethal dose of one for lead. It kills one rat out of 100. Guess what happens now when we take a new 100 set of rats and give them the 1% of lead and mercury together? Guess how many rats live? Zero. Zero, exactly. So metals have synergistic effects. So when we see high mercury and lead together, no bueno. So just keep an eye on that. Your, your mercury isn't that bad. It's something I would still knock down at least to the green. It wouldn't take long, more than just a few months. Yeah, cool. Uh, red's definitely more, you know, more of an issue. But when we see high in both those areas, we're definitely more concerned. So uh, I want to be mindful of your time here, Doc. I know we're probably going to just focus on one test today because we've kind of gone pretty yeah. deep on this one. But for people who are very proactive, like myself, or who are curious, maybe they suspect they've lived in areas that had poor water quality or potential exposure, and they just want to check it. This, this test was not expensive, but w what is this test? How would you get it? How much is it just cash pay? 
And like, if someone was just curious and wanted to do it, how could you do it? Yeah, so this test is right around 150 or so dollars. I think with the DMPS, you wanna get the DMPS with it. Uh, I think it's a good investment. It's a good test to do once a year just to see where you're at. If you're exposed to these chemicals because you work in a lab or you're a chemist or you're an engineer getting exposed to some of these compounds, definitely a, you know, must do maybe even more frequently. Mm -hmm. But you can go over to justinhealth.com slash shop and then you click the lab test button and you can search for that urine heavy metal test with the DMPS there. That'd be the best way to get it. And if you want to dig deeper or become a patient with myself, justinhealth.com, click the schedule button and you can feel free and schedule a consult anywhere in the world. Yeah, Justin's very knowledgeable. I work with him personally. So if this is something you're interested in, that's how you can get access to it or just work with whichever functional doctor you're currently engaged with. Let them know that you're curious about this, want to run the metals. Doc, we also had the uh, IgG antibodies. We had the organic acids. There's a bunch more we want to get into here. Why don't we cap this podcast now? and we Let's can schedule a follow-up one for each individual one. Yeah, our series on the top functional medicine tests and when Love to it. use them, what to look for. So hopefully this was helpful. You can find more from Dr. Justin. He's got a ton of content on his website. He's got his own podcast if you're interested in this stuff. So justinhealth.com is the source for all of it. Doc, thanks for having, uh, thanks for joining. And uh, we'll continue this series. With, Dave, uh, thanks with so much for having me. Thanks so much for having me. And thanks for sharing all this great information to help empower all the listeners out there. All right, brother. Talk to you later, man. Thanks. Take care. Thank you for listening to Data Driven Health Radio.